Is that it? That's the 400 blows. That was the 400 blows, that ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. We'll see you that next time. That was episode five of the Critter Pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like three minutes. <laughs> just that's pirating. <laughs> yeah. We just pirated the whole film. Yeah. You're welcome. This is on the legal Listening podcast. Pleasure. Yeah. So welcome back. That was fun. That was fun. That was a fun little bit. That was a good bit. Yes. Yeah. That was very I hope funny. you enjoyed listening to two clever. minutes of straight blowing. Now you may be wondering why we were blowing. Yep. Because we did 400. If you were counting, we did exactly four hundred. Count. Yeah, I don't know if we did exactly. (laughs) It was pretty accurate. It was pretty. I might have messed up the count on both of yours. It's kind of difficult to keep track with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because I was trying to count, and I lost count at like thirty. Like in my own head. Yeah, I wasn't even. I was just blowing. Yeah. I'm here for this one. It's me, Graham. Yeah, Graham's Graham's back. back. Welcome back, back. Graham. Yeah. We're having him because he's born five minutes from Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched the film without subtitles. He knows French. But before we even get into that, we have a little bit of housekeeping to do, believe it or not. Do we? We have um, a reply to a few previous casts from one of our valued listeners. Oh. You guys ready for this? Feedback. Okay. Because we got a little political last time we had Graham on. Yeah. That Lady was Vanished? Lady Vanishes, yeah. The last oh, is the second. Yeah. Okay. This is his second appearance. Yep. And my boy Keegan had a very long response. Oh, God. <laughs> what are <laughs> no. we talking about? I'm getting some, like, some That's So Raven visions from the future. It's like I, it's <laughs> yeah. like I knew this was going to happen. This is how long this is. Oh, okay. It's a lot, okay. So. <laughs> okay. A lot okay. of text. Okay. It's going to be like hit a lot of topics so keep up so he okay. says i'm finishing up your third episode and the queer discourse is still ongoing but mostly settled also talking to police officers is directly related to to your per- personal position regardless of where you are they're not trustworthy and they are violent and dangerous europe has problems with police violence but it's mostly against malign minorities such as the roma people so it's not heard or cared about oh yeah. okay that's okay also yeah. <laughs> get credit for talking to a cop outside of the gas station I told that story. That was Keegan. So shout out. Shout out Keegan. And also, the issue with policing is not an issue with who signs up for it. They're trained to become killers, and part of American police training A takes place with the genocide force of the IDF, and B, they receive constant training to constantly believe that they are constantly in life threatening danger. And they are trained to de- dehumanize who they interact with, and they see them as lessers. Yeah. Okay. And, there's a, and they're very bad in Canada. There's yeah. a ton of incidents with them going into native reserves and dumping dumping out their water reserves. And oh. we were talking about starlight tours. Yeah. That was the term I was looking for. Yeah. We really so what we should he, just get Keegan here permanently we as should. our producer. Just, He's a very intelligent guy. Yeah. The police officers I can I can personally say are pretty mm-hmm. awful in Canada. Yeah. I was given yeah. a ticket once. God damn it. Fuck, man. Yeah. That's the worst Fuck. thing. No, it was a Any, bad ticket. It was like Either four or six hundred bucks. Like that's mm. brutal. And it would have been worse if it was a couple months later. So it was there I was going by school. Yeah. And they didn't have like parking for their buses. So the buses would just line up on this street that was normally like decently busy. Yeah. Yeah. And just block the street for like over half an hour. Um because they would put their, their stop signs out. Yeah. And like all the stop kids traffic. would be loading on the side of the school, so they didn't need to cross the street at all. So anyway, I saw a cop car there, and uh, I'm like, "Oh, they yeah, probably fuck you, copper." Yeah, no, I, I was like, I, they, they had pulled someone over. I assume, yeah, I assume the person was speeding. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, okay. 
And it's like, I wasn't sure. So I just, I slowed down to maybe like five kilometers an hour. <laughs> like I was just crawling. Um, I was going slower than like the rolling speed of the car. Mm. And I was like, I wasn't sure. And I get up close. And then by this point, I'm like just passing the first school bus that has its, has its stops. So I didn't know that if you're on the other side of the street, it counts as well. Okay. But this was a wide street. Yeah. Like, you could fit probably like five school buses wow. driving alongside each other God on damn, the street. The police, like huh? it was so yeah. wide. So I, I'm like looking at it. I, I can tell if there's any kids around and I'm going mm. at such a crawling space anyway that I wouldn't hit anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they ticket you anyway? Yeah. No. So I, I'm looking at the car and the one cop's obviously out talking to the person they've pulled mm. over. And I can see there's another cop through his window because I'm going so slow. I can see everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. And the other cop in his passenger seat like looks behind and sees me, sneaks mm-hmm. out of the car, and then hides behind the cop car just so he can jump out in front of the car and go, like, uh. hey. And I was like, well, at least you could be like, <laughs> yeah, like redirecting yeah. traffic or something. Like, yeah. Telling people what to do. He waits yeah. till I get close so he can jump out and surprise me with a $600 ticket. That, that story sucks. sums up a lot of what Keegan was talking about. Just and that, like. You know what? It also relates to the 400 blows. Yeah. yeah. Problems with authority. authority. Yeah. So we're very galaxy brained over here. Yeah. yeah. Everything connects. Everything connects. We're so smart. Speaking of authority, Keegan had a lot to say on the fascism discussion we had. Mm. He said okay. that the castor oil stuff actually happened, which is. Very easy to believe. Yeah. You know? Oh, this was for our Amarcor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving on to episode okay. four. Um, and he was just talking to me about how fascism was a big issue actually post-war because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of efforts to eradicate it completely. Yeah. It's kind of this philosophy that it was defeated with Nazis in Italy, yeah. but it was still there. Definitely There's not defeated. There's still a lot of fascism. Of yeah. And yeah. He also commented on our Shout New York debate. Our New York debate. Oh, he also said that in Italy, Mussolini's granddaughter is elected. I didn't know that. Yeah, hmm. that, that's a that's a thing. I heard uh, about that. Prominent as well. anti-fascist Piers Paolo Pasolini, but, director of Solo, violently murdered. <laughs> um, Hell yeah! The director of Solo was violently murdered. Yeah, like right after the movie came out. That's awesome. I did hear about. That. <laughs> that's good. No. Kill him. Um. And he said, this is his New York thoughts, because we were talking about how we uh, oh yeah, liked New York, but we yeah. knew a lot of people who hated it. And he said, because he was a bit of a New York hater. He's a New York and hater. And I was kind of like referring to him and a few other people yeah. in the casting. He said, so I do not care about crime. At most, crime is a symptom of poverty to be met with empathy, not hate. And I don't care at all about New York being physically dirty with garbage or grime. Um, and when I call New York filthy, I mean its character. The people there are the most annoying, arrogant scum on earth. They detest the poverty their obsession with consumption has caused, and that's all the city is. It's a disgusting monument to consumption. Don't you think also I feel the like fact yeah. that its citizens like to make believe that it's some progressive bastion, like they've just elected a conservative police officer, and they allow their city to host Wall Street, which is one of the biggest yeah. sources of greed, corruption, and genocide. But, he says, some good food, though. The vibes are immaculate. Yeah. And the pizza is good. Yeah. And Times Square as disgusting as he thinks it is, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. That's so, the thing is the vibes are just immaculate. And I think that mm-hmm. all of the things he says about New York very true. are also true. And but also like especially true in LA. Yeah. Where it's like seen it's as such like, a progressive place, mm-hmm. but it's just like so shitty New York's and like, just like so much like so poverty. 
Yeah, and it's just so New York entrenched. has that like history. Yeah, LA and I, I do agree. Those the people. Okay. Uh oh. My connection. Oh, this one happened again. Just, no. Wait, no, because doesn't it save automatically? Yeah, it's at recording too. Yes. Okay, yeah, so we got there. it. Yeah. Yes. That's we we don't, we, we don't do that again. Was it on New Yeti again? Oh. Yeah, it is. Okay, welcome to. The, Let's just redo it. Okay. No, we thing. should. We no, should. We we, we have pretty much everything. Joking. Okay, are we back? <laughs> um, we have to clap though. Okay. Yeah, I'm we're in good. there, right? I don't know if you're gonna be able to tell. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. Okay. 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 We're no, gonna clap no again. Sound, no sound. Okay, that should be good. Yeah. So yeah, where were we? Uh, we're talking New about New York and LA. I'm not sure where it cut out. But I like the vibes. Yeah, I, I don't Great know if backdrop. I 100% agree with everything Keegan said, but I think I can get behind behind his beliefs. Um, since Keegan's our number two fan, I believe <laughs> everything Keegan says, and I fully agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything Graham says kind of overrides it. overrides it, yeah. number one, yeah. but Keegan has number two. Yeah. It has pretty good Pretty good clout. But yeah. And, and I, I thought I, that... Also, you're going to love this. He was loving the pod. He says, Shout out. you two have a good dynamic. You feed off each other well and build on subjects well. And uh, he thinks it's a He's, great idea because we cover a lot of non-American films, really wide coverage. Yeah. And it's great. And speaking of non-American films. And he said he'd buy some merch. Buy that. Buy merch. that. Buy merch. that. Merch. Buy that. <laughs> merch. So speaking of non-American Keegan. films, we had a film today by Francois Truffaut. Yeah. Film I think his name. Francois I actually just want to go back to the New York thing. Yeah. Go for it. It reminded me because he was saying like there's some of the most like – Ignorant, uh, oh, like entitled like, people. I'm an NYU film graduate sucker. Yeah, that video. Is that the, the tr- no, yeah, that's the video. This is the video. Yeah, I'm an How NYU. Dare you? Okay, is that guy real though? Is that because re- he's that an actor? Like, because like, that's crazy. He's like, you're nothing. I graduated yeah. from the NYU Film Institute. I, I love that guy. Yeah. I graduated from RDP. Sucker. I just watched a short film with him in it. Um, a couple couple days. <laughs> Is that Safty? Um, no, it wasn't the Safty brothers. Mm-hmm. It was Ariel Pink. Dude, I hate dude, Ariel Pink, but that guy in a Safty film would go so hard. He's he's dead. I thought he's dead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. I I, I thought I read that yeah. the NY, no NYU film gad graduate. That guy in the video, the sucker guy. He's sucka? dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. No. <laughs> Just wait. Let me look it up. Did I hope not? That Am I learning is... this for the first time on the cast? Is my genuine reaction? Death. Let's see. Oh, trumpet fight. Because this that video was uh, ten years ago. Damn, it is a classic. I I can't find it for sure. When oh. we graduate, okay. RDP, no. we should go. On the streets and and yell at buskers. I yeah. am an NYU I'm film an RDP graduate. RDP film graduate. <laughs> yeah, you're nothing. His co- it, like it's not a costume, but you know his outfit is also <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Does kind of feel like it's got penguin vibes. I was gonna say, but that's yeah. mean. Yeah, that's some uh, German expressionism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cabinet of Doctor Caligari. It's Caligari. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Film. Shout out. Shout films. out. The four hundred blows. Yeah. Film. Francois yeah. Truffaut. That's in, it's in Paris, right? 
Um, yeah, well, okay. they, at least the start is right because mm-hmm. it's all so of shout the out old Eiffel cities. Tower. Speaking of New York, yeah, yeah, Paris beautiful is... city. I, I love it in this film. It's such a beautiful setting, mm-hmm. but also another like dirty place with arrogant people. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, sorry, Keegan, sorry to Keegan. Paris. Sorry yeah. to Keegan, but I'm, I've solidified myself in first place for for number one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, let's just Sam who's in the studio have right now. Their fair share yeah. of blows before the yeah. yeah. Start recording. We each got yeah. four hundred. So yeah. Shout, shout, shout out, dude. I gotta wait till I see Jake again and Jake give him his twenty five. Yeah, Jake. Jake watched the movie. He's not even here. Yeah, he only gets twenty five. I already. I, I, I disagree with that, but you don't think? I, well, like, I don't want to give him none, but like, he was rude to me. He was, and he's also my brother. So mm-hmm. yeah. only twenty five. <laughs> Only yeah, 25 only twenty five for, for the bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no, it was going to be um, two hundred. Just the half. that's crazy. Standard rate. That's crazy. That's for, too much. Standard rate for brother. No, but it was because he was that's the brother to rate. Went down to, yeah, two hundred. Okay, fifty percent. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have two sisters. Okay. okay. A little bit of lore. Brothers. No brothers. How about you, Samuel? I have one brother. Yep. Okay. Two brothers and a sister. Porter. Porter Robinson is my brother. That's a reference to an upcoming episode. (laughs) (laughs) This episode's also going to be four hours long. Yeah, strap in. in. I got a lot to say. I I got a good amount to say. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. You want to give our plot synopsis, Graham? Plot synopsis. Okay. Best you can. We have a... uh, (laughs) You're asking the person who, like, had the probably least... Yeah, just clarify how you watch this film. Yeah, so I know French. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty fluent in it. Like mm. more so in in listening than speaking, but I can still speak it pretty fluently. Yeah. Um. So I decided I would watch it without subtitles. Yeah. Um. And I guess they didn't really get any good sound equipment in France until like the seventies, at least, because mm. like any film from that time period, I can't okay. understand what they're saying very well. Like, well, you're also a Quebecer, or yeah, five minutes from Quebec. Yeah, that's the true. But there was like, uh, what was it? Did the Lady know? Vanishes, that French was very clear. I well, that was English. I guess, that was English. Well, no, there was, French, <laughs> there was French at the start. I guess maybe just because it's being a new wave film, it's more, uh, it's like up and coming, guys. Yeah. You know, so, established studio. yeah, yeah. Would have, I, I less money. issues with uh, Cleo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that it's sense. partially like the placement of the, the microphone. Because mm-hmm. I did notice there was some scenes where like, like the teacher being faced away yeah. from the class. Mm. But I could barely understand him. That's interesting. It's realism, I, bro. I had to read what he was writing on the board to understand what he was saying. He's reading. And even then, his handwriting oh. was pretty illegible. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, he was writing in the cursive. Yeah. The plot of the film. So the plot, um, there's this boy. He's a little bit troubled. Um, Antoine and, Donnell, I think. Yeah. Antoine. Yeah. Tony Daniel. Tony. One thing that's kind of interesting, the like the kids in this movie remind me so much of the people I met from an exchange I did with my school with some kids from Quebec. Mm. Oh. Like so they give off the little same troublemakers. Vibe. Little troublemakers, little yeah. French. Um rabble rousers. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were little troublemakers. Um anyway, so he's yeah. a little bit of a troublemaker. He, he can be a little dick sometimes. Gets yeah. caught writing something on the wall and has to scrub yeah. it, and the teacher doesn't really like him. Well, first he gets caught with like a little dirty picture, oh, yeah. but it's not. He just got passed to him. Yeah, it's not even that his was fault. him. Okay, yeah, yeah that was I him. That's why he got in trouble at first. Yeah, okay, doesn't get recess. Yeah, just fucking. Yeah, that's so rude. recess is not a right, Tony. <laughs> it's a reward. Yeah, 
fucking kill that teacher if I was that kid. Yeah. Um, then what happens? He goes home. His mom is, is, you kind of get to see the, what the mom's like when he gets home because he goes and he starts like messing with her. She's a snake. Her makeup and he takes some money. Yeah, he takes some money. Um, and then you see the his mom kind of just yells at him as soon as she gets home. Yep. The dad's a little bit nicer. The dad's silly. Yeah, at first he is. First, I have a lot of notes on that. Okay, well, I think. I think the dad was always in the movie is always coming from a place of like he seems like sort a good of love. parent. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when know. he's he even when he's yelling him later, he, he still cares about him. But I guess that's parenting in the 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. Cuz at first he's very silly. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He wrote, comes in with his little fog light. I'm like I love this guy's vibes. Yeah. He's super expressive face too. Yes. He's emoting just wildly. Yeah. And he's super fun. I love how he's joking about his wife's infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's in strong cr- contrast to the wife at first, who was very sour. Yeah. You know, but he's like, he's making jokes. Yeah. He's having a good time. He's yeah. like, he comes I'll, home and she's like, I'm not in the mood for this, for these hijinks. And he's like, too yeah. bad. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. the line where he tells his son, where he tells Antone to like, ask your, ask your mom if the dish rag is burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, why he's would I awesome. say that? Like, but as the film progresses, winks at him. He becomes such a dick. Yeah, such a dick. Nah, uh, I'm gonna he just I, slaps I the shit out of the that. kid. In anyway, front of the whole so class, I don't know. Yeah, his parents uh, get annoyed with him, and he decides he's gonna. Oh, that's what it, he skips school with his mm. friend. Yeah, his friend um, makes him skip school. Yeah, Renee. He was running to class. He was yeah, trying to get bad there. influences. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize it was his friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's one of the things I missed watching. <laughs> <laughs> You know, actually, in the French version, he, he does it on. It's, it's yeah, really, really yeah. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, he skips class. He has to come up with a lie for why he skipped class. So he <laughs> tells his teacher that his mom, mom died, died. and the teacher terrible. is very like, yeah. Very why didn't you tell me? Yeah, I'm sorry, my boy. You know, you can always confide in me. Yeah, you only miss one day of class, <laughs> yeah. and then his mom shows up to school with the, yeah. with the dad. Uh oh, and oh yeah, yeah. I, I counted all of the blows that. Uh, Antoine received in the film, and only three. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I so was kind of pissed off. Out here, blowing three hundred and seventy-seven. The metaphorical times. blows. Twice by his dad, right near the start, and then once. It's a side. Who slaps blows. him later? I think it's the. Is it a teacher? Yeah, Headmasters or something? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's at the, the academy. It's at the yeah, yeah, yeah place the boarding school. Him. Yeah. So. Yeah. He after he lies to his parents, he decides he's like, well, I can't go back to them now. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. So he runs away. Um, yeah, and his mom comes to the school later and is like, oh, my poor boy, my poor boy. Yeah, I found that so funny. He's running away, but he's still going to school. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Found that very funny. Well, I mean, when you're a kid, right? Like, yeah. What yeah. else are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. No, definitely. So his mom decides to turn a new leaf because of the letter he sent to them that basically kind of. Yeah, or he like, misspelled your mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like we'll meet up later and we'll talk about everything. Yeah, when I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a very kid logic. Kid logic, and I love it. Kid trying to be mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So his mom realizes that he probably doesn't really like her very much. Oh, and so also, kind of pissed off. The mom that. noticed that when he was skipping school, um, the mom saw the kid while she was with another man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. Little, yeah, I didn't and that's why that. when she goes to confront him, she's like, "What do you mean we can talk about all this?" Because she very, thinks that it's about 
Yeah. Um, the cheating or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so he goes back. The mom's now treating him very nicely. Yeah. Um, Too nicely. And then... Offers him $1,000. Yeah. $1,000. Thousand no, a thousand francs. Francs. francs I, yeah, I looked right. up the value conversion. So in 1959, it depends if they're using new or old francs because they're both different. So I'm assuming it's new francs because if it was old francs, she would be offering him like maybe two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah. Which uh, two dollars American? Which that's like four dollars Canadian. Yeah. Ten percent of a criterion. <laughs> I, I mean, that's still worth more at the it. time. Anyway, yeah. I'm assuming it's new francs, which would be about two hundred dollars American okay. or Canadian. I'm not. No, it was American. It must right? have been new because earlier in the movie he asks for a thousand, just like mm. from his dad. Yeah, yeah. so that then, would be about two hundred dollars. Then he gives him a hundred, though. Yeah. yeah, I loved uh, that scene where he's yeah. like, "You're asking for a thousand francs." That means you only like, need. 500. 500. Which means you really only need 300. Yeah. Here's 250. At that point in the movie, he decides, like, so did he copy his his assignment? I don't think he did. This was, that happens later. Yeah. That was later. That's when he plagiarizes from Balzac. Balzac. Well, because that seemed to be the moment where he's like, you know what? I am going to try harder. Yeah. And he he does try harder, but, like, the only way that he knows how is to copy this thing that he builds a whole shrine to Balzac. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, has so the he did candle. copy it. He did copy the assignment. Yeah. Okay. So he honors the ball sack. Yeah. And <laughs> he pretends his grandfather has died now. Although maybe his grandfather yeah, did die. Probably. Yeah. But sure he just he did. like plagiarized the last half of that. Where he's mm-hmm. like, and then my grandfather turned to me and he said, "Eureka! Okay. I have found it." It was great. So yeah, quick note: this film was dedicated to someone. One yep. Andre Bazin, and I wasn't familiar with him, but he was a renowned and influential French film critic and film theorist, and he okay. is the guy, co-founder of uh, Cahiers de Cinema, where yeah, Cahiers the magazine, Cahiers de Cinema. There we go. Yeah, where all of them came from. So Truffaut. that's cool. And yeah, so his teacher kicks him out of class, and I think like tries to get him expelled. Like he's yeah. like, I don't want to see you for the rest of the trimester. He goes fucking too hard on him. Yeah. yeah. And then the Everyone one kid's like, hey, he didn't yeah. cheat. I was right beside him. He's like, no, get out too. I don't want to see you again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I didn't know that he cheated. I mean, it kind of, I just thought he like worked hard. I just, I just thought. I think he did work did hard. It. He did, but he did, he did directly copy. Yeah. From the book. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know he directly copied it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yep. Um. Yeah, so... Because there's a bit where he's reading from the book, and then it's when he's reading the essay, it's the exact it's same. It's the exact same. The yeah. end. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't entirely sure. I did see of Place that the teacher was reading, and it was so good, considering yeah. how, like, everyone says that his French is so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he gets kicked out of class, decides to run away again, because he's like, I can't go to my parents yeah. now. So he starts living with his bad influence friend. <laughs> In his sick house. His rich, bad influence friend. Yeah. yeah. His sick fucking house has a horse in it. Yeah, he has a horse, horse in his room. <laughs> yeah. A lot of cats. Um, so, yeah, the cats. That was crazy. Fucking wow. loud. Yeah. It was not. It was, yeah. Graham has great cat impressions. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a cat in the room? Yeah. <laughs> let, let Raja in here. Yeah. But no, the cats, 
I like I liked it. It was not synced at all. Any of the cat noises, <laughs> yeah. cats yeah. and they were so loud. Yeah, it was very funny. That was funny. I think they used like the same like mm-hmm. three or four cats. Yeah, to just put them in the, the other best, room for the next best sound. You just yeah. it was it was kind of weird. Like I think they tried to make it look like this house had like twenty cats in it. Mm-hmm. Um, or like three or four, I yeah, think. Very eccentric family. You cats that long. Um, whose yeah. idea is it to start stealing? Is it the friend? Um, well, because like I the know money. I think it might have been because initially they, they yeah. talked about how everybody steals oh, yeah, from their parents. Oh yeah, because at the start he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's, and then he's they're like, how'd you get those parents, cool goggles? Fuck, I feel so bad for that Bottom. kid, dude. They he's just a victim goggles. of circumstance. Oh, those goggles they are break cool. his goggles while he's presenting. The, the yeah. fucking dicks, dude. <laughs> and put, yeah. what the fucking ink all over them? What the yeah. fuck, you guys? What was up with that one so kid? Cool. Right at the start, so the kid like is trying to write, and he keeps ripping out the pages and throwing them out. <laughs> I think it was just a silly little bit. He yeah, just like kept spilling stuff. the ink, and he couldn't mm. get the ink right on his pen. Yeah, so bad for that goggles kid. Yeah, I feel bad for all the kids except for the rich one. Yeah, no, it was all his idea. Especially the goggles kid, though. Because he's probably having 600 blows, you know? Yeah. Probably I don't 800. Know. Because I don't know if he had it worse off. Goggles, dude. Worse off than our main guy here. Dude, if that kid still had those goggles, he'd be getting like thousands of blows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Fucking poor bastard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked those goggles. They kind of reminded me of like the German <laughs> German safety do goggles. The actually wear. dress like that ever, just casually in any period of history. With I the goggles, feel like just they dressed so well in this movie. They're all I wearing love, like little ties and like trench fits. coats. Yeah, the school outfits, man, they're actually very nice. I do. I, I like the main the guy's turtleneck. turtleneck as well. That's really. Sorry, I like cool. the main I should guy get back to it. talking about the story. The plot. Oh, yeah. So, where was I? Yeah. So he gets kicked out of school. He decides to live with a friend. They start stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, first from the parents, and then like they steal like a poster from outside a. Cinema. I don't know. If, mm. Did they? They might have snuck into like a, a uh, like amusement park thing. No, that I was think earlier. it was. I think it was like a peep show, because they had all the pictures of women up on the wall, and they mm. stole one of the pictures. Okay. So I think they was snuck that coming in. out the carnival or the theater, whatnot. I think it so. was supposed to look like a theater, but I think it might have been a peep okay. show that they were that they snuck into. Because I do know yeah. there's one part where he's in the, in the. Uh, back of the police car and they're driving away oh, and there's yeah, there's like, like brothels and clubs everywhere yeah well he admits to going to a, a whorehouse yeah. yeah and when he's driving away there's a big sign like neon sign it's like uh les nus le plus osé which i think is like the skinniest nude women oh it doesn't specifically oh, yeah. it doesn't specifically say women but i think yeah. it's saying like the skinniest nude, nude people women. yeah Oh, okay. They're in the red light district there. Anyway, yeah, there so they're stealing. The they decide to steal a typewriter from an office. Yeah. And his dad's office, right? Stepfather or something. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stepfather. Yeah. Oh, is that the rich kid's stepfather or the... That's main... what it says on Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so they steal the typewriter. They try to sell it to some guy, but he's like, he tries to rip them off. So yeah. they're like, hell no. And he's like, you know what? We're not going to get any money from this. I'm just going to take it back. Yeah. So he takes it back, and stand up. That's where he gets in trouble. Yeah. Which, like, come on, like the kid's bringing it back. Yeah. I I don't think he should have had the hat. He should have been like, hey, I saw some kids run out with this typewriter, (laughs) 
and I and they and they dropped it. Yeah, no, I don't think the cops would have believed him anyway. Like it, yeah, maybe. Damn police! Yeah, Yeah. those kid just keeps getting. You guys read uh, our French police, Keegan? Let us know. Yeah, you guys read or seen Les Misérables? I have. No. Yeah, like he gets he goes to prison for like years for stealing a loaf loaf of bread. bread. Wow! It's during the yeah. Well, that's but yeah, those those French police or the revolution during the revolution, guilty until proven innocent. Hear the people see. I had a sister who was obsessed with that shit. So I, I, what happened to her? She's passed away. No, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know. I never watched it though. I think Russell Crowe's in it. In the movie, the bad movie, bad singer. Yeah, I, I've only seen the movie once, and I remember it. Okay, just just a just a PSA for people. Don't call it. Just a les mis. Don't call it les miserables. Les mis. I've never heard people call it. I've heard so many people call it les miserables. Les miserables. Or just les. I love that. Just say like lay, as in lay down. Miserable. That's good enough. That's better. Les miserables. Can you just say les mis? Les Mis. Les Mis, yeah. yeah that's that's what right. What's the translation for Les Miserables? Yes. The Miserables. Yeah. Miserables, huh? <laughs> Fuck, those French are uncreative, dude. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, yeah, where was I? Yeah. yeah, so he gets arrested for the typewriter. His parents are like... I think there was talk of the parents sending him to like military school, yeah. too. Kind of the whole time, this overarching yeah. threat. Very and much like The Sopranos. Then yeah. he goes to prison, and his parents are like... They, the, his parents don't want him to be locked up, but they're like, just scare him. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want um, they want their boy to stop misbehaving. Yeah, and they're like, we've tried everything, but uh, we just want you to scare him. I think that'll be good. But then they're like, scared. No. He stole a typewriter. <laughs> gave it back. This He's kid is away. fucked. Yeah. So they send him to like Boys. basically like juvie. Yeah, it's like juvie. School, yeah, because yeah. yeah. all the kids are talking about what crimes they did. Yeah. And the mother, the mother is like, I want him to go to one by the sea. I'd like him to see the that sea. That was nice, at least. Yeah. At least I, d- I don't think he got him. to see the sea, but... Well, he yeah. did? Well, yeah, he did. Like, I don't think he would have at the school. But... No. Yeah. There's a funny story at that place, that one kid, when they're all telling their, like, stories of why they're there, he was um, telling the story about how his father would play the fiddle. Yeah. Every time he was like, he, crying. Would, he would cry, and yeah. and then he, he would make this sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and just, he broke the dad's fiddle because he was yeah. pissed yeah. off. He threw that, it in the which water, which is just like the funniest imagery yeah. to me. You do that to just, my son. That's yeah, <laughs> what you sound like. <laughs> oh, I want that a lot of bad story. dads in this movie, though. Like, yeah. yeah, no, no kid has a father that's like, you know, their father at birth. And I wonder if that's a theme. Whatever. Um, no, where was I? Yeah, so he ends up at the school. Um, he sees his friend. His friend comes to visit him, but they don't let him in or something. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, he's like, see ya. Um, he's very sad about that. And then the mom comes to visit, and you get a very important scene where um, she's talking to him about, like, you can earn your freedom. Really, like, <laughs> like honestly, like, I was just... A, Auschwitz imagery right there. Yeah. Like, work, work makes you free. Yeah. Work will set you free. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she pretty much just says the freaking Auschwitz motto to him and then and all he can look at is her new hat that she's bought in. Yeah. Fuck, new man. fancy she's a snake. hat. Yeah. Both the parents are snakes. That she's bought or one of her bosses has probably bought for her. Oh, that's you know. True. No, because I do I I did kind of understand that they were 
partially like so impoverished because she was spending all their money. Yeah, mm. that was part of it. Yeah, and um, he when the yeah. dad buys the fog light, he's like, he was secondhand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, club. yep, I love that. And then he runs away, and and that's it. He that's it. He doesn't get anywhere. The ending is uncertain, away. but it is pretty certain in a way. Yeah, and he's gonna die. No, he's just gonna no, constantly uh, go through this. Yeah, mm. it's cert. Yeah. It's, it's uncertainly certain. Yeah, I'd I love to see a sequel to Four Hundred One Blows. There is actually <laughs> a lot of films directly related to this. That's right. This yeah. is kind of a... so. This character Antoine Dunau, yeah. Tone, as I like to call him, yeah. is a semi-autobiographical for the director Truffaut. Okay, and I think he made five of these all with the huh. same character. And is it actor, the same actor? I think so, yeah. Because this guy, he's been in several um, yeah. New Wave movies. He's in La Chinois. It's my, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, the he's Chinese. the... Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's one of the... He's like the he's only one guy. Of the commies? Yeah, he's one of the commies. Fuck yeah. But he's kind of the one that's like initially really into it and then kind of becomes a little hesitant mm. at the end. Yeah. I don't remember the characters from La Chinois. Okay. He looks the same. Okay. Yeah. He has a good... Good style. I like his hair. Mm-hmm. It has like a big cowlick. I like how there's a scene where he's like brushing his hair down. Yeah. And he's like, he still tries. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. He's a great actor. You're, ta- you're talking about the Antoine. 400 blows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. 400 blows. Okay. Yeah. This is one of the best child performances I've seen. Like really. He's great. Really. I don't think it's the best ever, but I thought it was. I think it's It was there. very believable. I think. He's no like, Macaulay Culkin. I found yeah. that with French, the child performances are almost always better. Like. <laughs> um, Interesting. Take, there was a short film. It was nominated for Best Short Film, I think, in 2019. I've talked about it a few times. It's called Fauve. Okay. Uh, it's from Quebec. And, like, well, it's it's highly disturbing, not necessarily in showing anything, but just in the cinematography and the music, in the concept. It's, like, a very nightmarish concept. Okay. That sounds cool. Kind of a spoiler if you guys want to watch it, but... Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to try to spoil it majorly. (laughs) It's basically these two kids, maybe around like 8 to 12 range. Yeah. Um, They're pretty young, though. I think closer to like Mm -hmm. 8 or 9. Yeah. Um, These two boys, and they're out in the... They start on the train tracks, but they're kind of in the wilderness. And they're playing this game of kind of like chicken where um, they're messing with each other and fooling around, and then one of them will... Like fall off of something and be like, ah, ah, I broke my arm. Oh, like, <laughs> in like French, freaking please. out. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, ah, Something like that. Um, and then like the other one's like, nah, you're you're faking, you're faking. Yeah. And then they keep up the act until the other person eventually is like, okay, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, ah, I got you, oh. I got a point. Fuck, that's funny. So they're doing this back and forth, and then they go to like an open air mine. Yeah. Uh oh. And uh, open air mine. So, so it's just like, like it's a mine that's not underground. Yeah, they just mine like when you're doing a mountain, it's like yeah. quarry. It's not like a very deep one particularly, mm. but what happens is they're mining all of this, and you kind of get like like clay or like concrete basically, and it gets wet. So it's not exactly concrete because it yeah. doesn't set. I'm seeing um, the image you're setting, but it creates like if you've ever gone into like somewhere muddy and you like step really deep and then you lose your boot yeah. and you can't get it out. Yeah. It's Down that, um, and uh, you can kind of see where it's going from there. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's pretty. 
Shout out. What's it's this pretty hard. It's called Fove. F A U V E. I really recommend you guys watch. Okay. It. But that one, like, I could out. not stop thinking about that for a week afterwards. Like, it is Quebec very short film Fove. I showed my dad, and he was like, "It was all right. It was all right." Um, and I showed my mom, and she couldn't finish it. As soon as she saw the open air mine, she how was like, "I'm gonna this? be sick." Yeah. Stop. Stop, uh, stop uh, it. How do you spell this? F A U V E. Uh, it's on YouTube. 2018? 17 minutes? Oh, it's looking familiar. It's looking familiar? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like the <laughs> French, like that also reminded me of like the Quebec exchange. It was yeah, very, all, 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 children. all French kids are the same. They're all, they're all yeah. misfits. Yeah. I, I think the performance in, in this is great, but it is hard to gauge when you're not a speaker of the language. Mm-hmm, but yeah. I thought just off his like physicality and vibes. facial expression and vibes. Yeah. Thought he was killing it. He There's not a like, whole uh, lot of talking in this movie no, either. But yeah, like, there was only seems, there was one specific part where I could clearly understand Antoine and that was when he was in the correctional facility and the woman was like uh like asking him all the questions, and he was weird questions. I like so when he like, just summarizes his life. Yeah. I, I'm a big yeah. fan of that scene. I love this. That movie. was pretty much the way. only scene where I could yeah, understand I everything he was saying. Did we like this movie? We should get. I to did. That point. I liked this. I movie. quite liked this. Movie. I didn't like it as much as. Um... No, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't watched that movie yet. Yeah. The killer. You yeah, yeah we like haven't watched it. I think I'll probably like the killer more. Yeah. 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 Based on. I like this one more than The Lady Vanishes, though. Yeah, this is like um, not as good as Seven Samurai. Not as good as Amarcord. I don't know if I like it more than yeah. The Lady Vanishes. I think I like The Lady and Vanishes more. Okay. With The Killer, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm probably thinking I'll enjoy this more than The Killer. Yeah. Really? I'll I say think it just has so much more to think about and chew on. Because like with yeah. The Killer, yeah. I haven't seen it, but oh. I'm assuming it's just action, action, action. Yeah. Which I love. Just but assuming also here, we haven't watched it yet. Gets a little repetitive. Yeah, there was one thought I kind of had, and I was I was thinking about watching this. I was like, if someone lived like a very privileged privileged life mm-hmm. and never felt any sort of discontent for their parents, I feel like they would have a trouble have trouble understanding this film. But there's no way that anybody yeah. doesn't have discontent for their parents, yeah. no matter how. Universal. I think yeah. this film is very universal. Yeah. We haven't all ran away, but we've all felt thought like about it. We want to run away. <laughs> but in yeah. the case, if they had never had that thought, because a lot of it is like very subtle. Like you can mm. tell what Antoine's thinking by the yeah. cinematography. Yeah. And oh yeah, the cin- I have some say about the cinematography. Framing and everything. Like, like the hat scene where he sees his mom's hat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that he often looks off into space yeah. and he just, not that he's necessarily intentionally ignoring stuff, but he's has a hard time paying yeah, attention. Yeah, concentrating. He's a little kid. He can like ADD or anything. Yeah, something. Just in those times, it, it just get fucked. Yeah. You know? yeah. So his mom is do. talking to him and trying to comfort him and all he can look at is her hat. Yeah. And, yeah, so he... With, um... And, if you didn't know, yeah. if, if you didn't know discontent in your, if you didn't have any discontent in your parents, you'd be like, why is he looking at her hat? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, that's what it, I it's feel. packed with so much like emotional thematic meaning. Yeah. yeah. And I think the cinematography correlates so much of that because you have this great setting of Paris, mm-hmm. and especially those scenes where Huge he's just city. wandering and he's just wandering through this like historical architecture. It's so cool yeah. just seeing him like 
dancing over it pretty much, just yeah. running and skipping and jumping, just being a kid. Yeah. It's so cool, just all the frame shots of him against this, like, just so old, yeah. all this architecture. And I think there's history. interesting things to, to, like, correlate or to think about how he's just walking through this, mm. this kid, lost. He doesn't care about it, yeah. right? And there's so many great shots, like the yeah. shot where he sleeps in the printing factory, and he gets there for the first time. And it's a shot where he's like, the space they inhabit is like a third of the frame less. Mm -hmm. And you just have all the machinery like dominating the frame. And it's such a cool shot, just yeah. visually translating yeah. all the meaning of the yeah. film. It's and then really cool. Also, when they're in the carnival and he goes on the like spinning. Yeah, right. That's say, very yeah, cool and just if you, very. If you've never thematic. like been on one of those or even heard of them, like seeing that scene must have been like. How'd they do that? But like, just, yeah. What is this? Is this barrier room? And yeah. They all walk in and they well, I thought they that was even weird. I haven't just, seen one that looks like just that. Yeah. Down. <laughs> it just struck me how odd the concept is. If you've yeah. Never been yeah. Those, those are fun rides, though. They're so much fun. Yeah. You just I've been, get stuck to the side. I don't get very dizzy going on those rides, but I got very dizzy watching that scene. Yeah. That, me well, too. I was thinking on the rides that we have like that today, mm -hmm. they're not often like open like that, right? It's yeah. like closed. I've been on plenty of open ones. Okay, I've only ever never been seen, inside. I guess the only open one that I've seen was like at I think Westerner, and it goes like it went up as well. Yeah, it didn't the ones just, I've been on like fucking. Spin. Yeah, those are really well, cool. I think part of the reason why you get dizzy in that scene, I think it's like, what's it called? Like, um, it's like vicarious. Like mm -hmm. you're seeing. Yeah, the actor get dizzy. Yeah, and he's yeah. trying to fight it, and that's because I I was watching it. Yeah, I was seeing down. everything spinning, and it was completely fine watching everything spin until he started looking yeah. dizzy himself. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, oh god, that scene's like, great. There's yeah. just so many like great just metaphor scenes in this film. Yeah, like that. Like yeah, that's it's life. You know. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's getting spun around upside down, and everybody and everybody's all watching all and expectations. Yeah, and just the great. saddest part of the movie was how. How much he tries, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's always trying. Like, yeah, and he's a Simpsons good kid. Episode. He is a good kid. It's the you Simpsons see when he gets where the, he gets home, Bart tries to write the essay, and he still fails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so sad. Good double feature. Good double feature right there. Yeah. Bart is Anton. Yeah, I think probably there probably Very has similar, been actually. some inspiration. Yeah. To I can see it. Um, the hair, the spiky hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Right at the start when he gets home and he sets the table for his family. Yeah, exactly. Like he's doing, so he does everything. All, everything even, that he's asked. He even tries to work on his homework a yeah, little bit. Yeah, at the table. And, and the yell and at him. No, no doesn't this is not it. the place. God, the parents were annoying me. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the parents, do you, how do you judge them? Um, I Heavily. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I think the dad is an, is an all right guy. Like, mm. Until he hits his child. Yeah. But yeah. also, but even, even he says he, that yeah. they've tried the everything yeah. with him except for beating so, him. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, you seem like a good guy and you would be a good dad maybe in a different yeah. century. And does the dad know? He knows that it's not his kid, right? I think so. Okay. It's not his kid? No, it's not. I didn't mm. get that from the movie. Okay. She had him before they were married. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he must. Oh, <laughs> so you know what? He probably figures that out. So, Yeah. Seems like there's a bit of and she just is like, the part just where like just the mom just the mom comes to visit him, and I feel oh. like that could be because he found out that yeah. he's not even his kid, or he just is kind of given up on him. Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was so nice. 
Yeah, I, I feel face. so bad for the kid the whole time. I think the mom, when she starts being nice to him, like, it's very clear she does not know how to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah, when she's being good to him. the vibes that she, like, had him pretty young. Yeah. And it's just very Well, bitter, yeah, because you know, when he's talking to the... She, he's, how, how she characterizes him is as a nuisance, is as yeah. baggage. You know, and he's then, so annoying. I can't you, deal with him. That even shows through in like the hu- or the relationship she has with her husband, right? Mm-hmm. It's like she probably only married him so that this yeah. guy would have a father so figure. Like, and I didn't like the mom personally, but then you also get the you kind of understand. Like, yeah, you've seen this. You know, it's a person struggling, trying yeah. to do their best. Mm-hmm. Same with the dad. Same with everyone in the film. Yeah, you know, there's the counselor scene where. I I gotta assume it was in the subtitles, but he basically said that he was living with his grandma for the first yeah first part of his years. life, and then the grandma and his mom wanted sick. to abort him, and the grandma is the reason he's alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the, yeah, the grandma got not too sick, but just too old to take care of him, so he went back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I think that connects with an, a scene earlier in the film when he was running out to the store to buy flour. Right before him, there's these two ladies talking about birth and like C sections. Mm-hmm. And he and you see his face, and he's so disgusted and so like put off by it. Yeah. And you assume, you know, it's because he's a kid, doesn't want to hear about that stuff. But you can connect to that idea of abortions and yeah. the medical necessity yeah. just, with it. Just so knowing it, that at such a young age too is like, yeah, it's a great connection. It's, yeah, it's great film. Great film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First time I watched this film, I really did not enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I have a tell bit us. of a bit of a story tell about this one. Us. I went to see this film in theaters on a Tinder date. Um, oh yeah. I think we were like. Only six people in the in the theater, <laughs> and it, that movie felt excruciatingly yeah. long. I was just sitting there, being like, like me and this person, the vibes were not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were no just sitting day. in the theater. No second day, although I would like just a person I'd see around the city a lot now. Okay. We go to the same shows. We're cool, but um, it was just like bad Call them for the weird vibes no <laughs> just weird vibes the whole time just like I, this I movie is never great, gonna end yeah been, i don't think it's it not date a good date movie, movie. and then the last like one blow seven Did minutes <laughs> yeah i didn't say that and the last seven minutes of the kid just running and you're just like yeah. oh my god it's still going <laughs> and, and then you're like maybe i should start running yeah exactly is that the vibe I start it running? is before that though before the date um i went to a cafe that's just mm-hmm. right beside the theater oh yeah and my dental hygienist came in, and she was like, oh, Sam, like, how are you doing? Oh, like, uh, your arm healed, hey? And I was like, what do you mean, my arm healed? And she was like, you broke your arm. She was, like, gaslighting me into thinking that I had broken my arm. And I was like, no, I, I didn't break my arm. And she was like, yeah, you did. You, you broke your arm. Remember? Because last time you were there, you had a cast on. Like, Wrong person, lady. And then her husband was also there. So it was just, like, just re- really weird day all the way through. I think you broke your arm. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad to see that has recovered. It has recovered, yeah. Nicely. Very nicely. I've been, just been gaslit into fully yeah. thinking that now. You, you start getting like a phantom pain. Like exactly. Oh, my arm. Attacked yeah. today again. Yeah. yeah. So that's my story. That's about a fun Warner story. Boys. So you liked oh, it more this time. Felt so much shorter. I was like, this is a fast movie. Before it might have been a one star. I think a Before I would have given movie. it like a two and a half, where I was Damn. like, I understand its value, but it's yeah, excruciatingly good, like, long. <laughs> I didn't vibe with it, but it's a great film. Yeah. Score. Yeah, I think a depressing movie like this just isn't good for it. No, date. especially like foreign language parking. where it's like... He's in the yeah. car and he's driving away. In the back of the car, I mean. Yeah. You see the tears in his eyes. So sad. It's so sad. That poor boy. My boy. My boy, Tone. Yeah. Shout out Antoine. Yeah. Tone. I was, I was like, like thinking, thinking of... of um, 
like framing techniques in movies. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is like if you project vertical or even horizontal bars onto someone, and it shows it can symbolically show that they're trapped. Yeah. But they didn't really do that in this movie. They just had literal like any time there was bars on him, it was because he was literally in he was trapped. Yeah. But he's so. also trapped in the life. You mm-hmm. know, it's. Yeah. There was a cool shot early on with three mirrors where he was yes. like, yeah, I the money. And then yeah, I remember mirrors. that. I Which remember thinking that. It's his mom's cool. stuff, so you can think of vanity, yep. you know, reflections you of him, all these like judge, judgments of him, who he needs to be, yep. who he wants to be, mm-hmm. and just kind of the excess kind of wealth. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, the excess of the mother. Consumption, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Compared to and him. where that puts him, where that frames him. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Even like the dad points out, he's like, where'd you get that pen? Right, because mm-hmm. he's like, we don't, we don't have any money. You, like, yeah. you couldn't have got this pain. Like, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. There was also, that also makes me think a little bit when the mom bribes him to get good marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because she thinks that she money thinks is all that. All yeah, that all that matters. Yeah. Like that. But it does motivate him. She would have for sure owned yeah. slaves, dude. For sure. <laughs> if she could have. She was hot, though. Would you have uh, been one of her... Yeah. Yes. What's it called? Yeah. Yes, dude. Absolutely. You'd take 400 blows from her. Yes, yeah. Dude. That's what the actual title reference. So many yeah. meanings. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so the 400 meanings. blows that the mother gave. I was thinking, there's that scene where he drinks milk from a glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking. Purity. Would milk taste better from a glass bottle? I feel like um, it would. I think the experience would be better. It's like well, the yeah. classic First off, way. it's an early. You have earlier... that cold, like, glass against your lips, mm-hmm. right? I think it would enhance everything. Yeah. yeah. So that, that would probably be, like, like pure, more purely mm-hmm. milk, right? Like, it'd have the fat. Because like, I love be... milk. I think about this a lot because I drink a lot of milk. So yeah. I think that might be the best way to consume it. Drink so a lot of milk. That's first and foremost in the 1900s. I'm not saying there's a correlation between things, but. That's first and foremost a 20th century reference. The, the milkman. Yep. Mm, the milkman. Milk um, no, I think I think the milk might taste better. I actually grew up with bagged milk. Fuck off. Oh yeah, I did. Ontario. Canada, bad name. Five dude. minutes from Quebec. Yeah. So like bagged milk, bagged milk does not exist like anywhere except for in like Eastern Ontario. Yeah. How does that become our national identity? It's in Eastern Ontario. What's Eastern Ontario that's, and that's some of like, Quebec as well. What's the bagged milk? So what's what's the experience with a bagged milk? So, so you buy the bag and you put it in a little pitcher. Yeah. So you you oh, everyone everyone so has the, pitchers. The bag's in the disposable. Yeah. You get rid yeah. of the bag. You don't keep it around. In the so bag. you no, you yeah. buy basically like a big thing of like it'll have like three bags of milk. Yeah. And what a lot of people do is they just buy that and throw their milk in the freezer, um, which mm-hmm. does alter the taste. I'm yeah, not gonna I'm not does. gonna pretend yeah. like it doesn't change what the, the taste. What the fuck is happening, you guys? I grew up drinking like thawed milk. Yeah. So to me, like the taste is all right. Like it's. Nostalgic. I've only had Have the you... thawed milk once. I did not like it. I yeah, if you it. didn't grow up drinking thawed milk, yeah. you cannot drink. It's going to be awful. Here's the question on everyone's minds. Do they ever pop the bags? Do the bags? No. Have you ever they're... experienced any? I've never Are experienced Are they translucent? Yeah, yeah they're, they're translucent. Yeah. How much branding is it? Is it a plain bag of just milk? So the bags themselves are plain. Um, actually, I think I've seen a white bag, like a non-translucent bag. So weird. Um, but so weird. Normally they're translucent. 
There's no branding on the bag itself. There might be like a best before date printed mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the Have bottom. Have to be. Um, but they come in a big thing Where's, that has all the. Was flavors. there like flavored Malkin bags? Because that'd be pretty wild. I think so. Wow. I think I've only bag. seen chocolate milk in a bag. Yeah. What are your thoughts on flavored milk? Um, better frozen. <laughs> yeah, better frozen. Um, I don't know. I. I know I don't like strawberry milk. Yeah, strawberry milk, you get a very strong artificial taste. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. milk. Chocolate so milk to me is kind of like in between like sometimes it hits, sometimes I'm like not in the mood for it. It always yeah, hits. I'm not enjoy it. Chocolate milk is generally very good. Yeah, I don't know. I banana milk? I don't like it that much. I haven't had banana milk. I haven't had banana milk it's in a long time. I want to try orange milk. Orange milk orange was my milk. least favorite type of milk. Really? I went on like a bender of trying like every okay. single milk type. Because I've only had the four. Um, milk to go has like a million flavors. Um, the worst one is fucking like the Oreo flavors. I hate those. Cookies and cream kind of. Yeah, I hate okay. those ones. How about blueberry? You read blueberry that milk? That would hit. Yeah, blue that milk. Would hit. I've never had Pretty it. Pretty good. From I feel like I've yeah. seen blue milk before, but I don't. Star Wars? Star Wars? <laughs> no, no. Just just, like I didn't watch Star Wars. Good. I didn't even know about the blue milk until like of a couple of years ago. Wow. Star Wars is brain rot. Well, when we do eventually do a Star Wars episode, we'll have blue milk here. Yeah, for all of us. <laughs> we should do a milk tasting episode. Yeah. That would Just, be awesome. Is Clockwork Orange in the collection? That's a pretty <laughs> yeah. milk-heavy movie. I, th- I was thinking we should do special episodes. Yeah. I think the last episode we should do IRL before the summer, we should do something special. Sure. Okay. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. What is here is the 400 Blows. Yeah. Great film. Four, Let's great talk film. about blows. that ending. I'm seeing 400 right now. Dude. Oh, yeah. 400 Blows reference? 400 Blows. This is the film they shot the 400 Blows on. Oh, the film. Super yeah. 400. Super 400, black and white so, film. Let's talk about the ending, it's though. Because this is what yeah. this film is remembered for, you know? Is it is, yeah. yeah. Just it's that long, long tracking shot. Makes it to the ocean. Yep. But now what? And I think it's one of the most powerful endings I've seen. It's so simple, mm-hmm. you know? But it, it's so, like, feels so natural. You know, how it works Even out. just the way the kid is running, it's not yeah. dramatic. It's just like a tired kid would be running. Kid. Yeah. He doesn't know where he's going. Yep. It's great. It, you feel the length of the run. Yeah. And in that final shot, did you know the freeze frame, it wasn't even the intention. He just didn't even have it. He didn't He didn't have enough footage of the kid turning his head. <laughs> he just, so he just, stop. fuck it. <laughs> and it yeah. works so well. It does. It just captures that emotion frozen in time. It makes me like... What would you even do with a sequel? Like, it's such a good ending, you know? I think the sequels aren't, like, strictly sequels. I think they just capture that, like, different different periods of of life. life. Okay. I don't even know if it's, like, super continuous. I'll have to research it. Yeah. All semi-autobiographical, though. Are they in the same cinematic universe? Yeah. Thank God. Is there a French New Wave cinematic universe? There probably is. (laughs) Because they all share characters. Because they're all cinema geeks. I like the freeze frame. I think the zoom speed makes it's a bit fast. To me, it looks yeah, it's really ugly looking. Hmm. Not not the kid, just <laughs> it's oh, hideous. It's, it's hard to it's hard <laughs> to say. Yeah, like to me, it it causes almost a physical reaction when it zooms in on him. I'm like, Ew. I think, but, but it's a tad fast. But yeah, I still think it's very. Effective. I think it like yeah, almost intentional though, where I feel it's like, like it could look just a little jarring at the mm. end too. This is what I was gonna ask yeah. you, since you're a French New Wave expert here. Not that much of a French New Wave expert, but out of me, I don't know about you, Graham, but I'm very unacquainted with French New Wave. Okay, I saw the one. So I took 
film history before mm-hmm. I failed it. Um, I failed Shout it out. just because I didn't hand in the assignments, but I, I was doing very good. I got like 90s yeah. on the test. Um, tests. Uh, and I saw Breathless. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, I, film. I got that one as well. Breathless? Breathless? Oh, we've I all liked... seen the three, same three new wave films. But you haven't seen La Chinois. No. Oh, that's new wave. I forgot. Yeah. Fuck that movie. But yeah, Breathless. <laughs> I liked Breathless. I say I like. I'd say out of all of these French New Wave films, I like Cleo from Five to Seven the most. Okay. But that's probably a controversial opinion. I feel like I liked Cleo. Would like that one the least out of the three. Yeah, they're all pretty similarly ranked for me. I, I like. Them, it's very obvious. Yeah, they're very along. they're very like close together yeah. in ranking. It's hard. I to saw Breathless together, like as a teenager. Didn't I, like I it saw that much, Breathless. I, I didn't okay. particularly like. Yeah, I, I, I used to rewatch Breathless. Yeah, definitely. Saw Cleo a few weeks ago. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I saw this, and I'm like, I'm all for it. It's yeah. awesome. So I think this is my favorite of the four new waves I saw. Um, it's great. So, what's the new wave here? Where did where is it apparent in this film? Well, I mean the the freeze frame. The freeze frame. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was like, there was other freeze frames in the yeah. Movie film but it was mostly just because i think he didn't have enough footage when he was when is, he was um uh, is that bit. like on the street middle class issues filming in location that's yeah new the, wave, those right? on location new yeah, wave outside um, issues filming. with authority figures okay. new wave but i mean that's kind of pretty mm-hmm. common in all film yeah but yeah definitely the themes are very new wave it, it but it doesn't have as much of yeah, the, the like editing, cinematic mm-hmm. like conventions it, it didn't that, feel like even Cleo, I think, was more uh, mm-hmm. bold with that than this. Yeah, yeah. But, but but I think it worked I perfectly. Think this fine. is this is early new wave, right? Like, Fifty nine. Yeah, so this would have been 60s. kind of right at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. wait, this was fifty nine or Cleo was fifty. This was fifty nine. Don't know about Cleo. But I thought this was the sixties. No. no. So maybe it wasn't the new because I'm. It is sure no. The, this is new wave. Truffaut is no, definitely no. No, I'm new thinking wave. of I'm thinking of the money, the money. Oh, value. new new Frank. Oh. It would make sense. I think it would make sense 60s. if it's only like two dollars that they'd be giving him. He's just mm-hmm. a little kid and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that was introduced in the '60s. I saw something about this film being like '64, no. three or four. No, because no. in '65, Le Chinois was released, and he's like at least ten years older than that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not ten. Right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Great little French New Wave film. Yeah. I really like um going back to that Balzac that like uh um. Uh, book he was reading mm-hmm. he was talking he was reading about like a re- eureka moment you know yeah searching for that what character was that it was or uh, that was the main character who was reading i know but book. um it was archimedes archimedes yeah. yeah and he's like this is the eureka moment you know the moment where it all clicks and it all comes together the answers i've been looking for and i think that's a really great thing to look at in the context of the ending yeah it's like he was looking for that he thought the he ocean right yeah he's like this will this will solve my problem for me yeah but he gets there and just that fucking beautiful shot looking at the camera yeah it's like there is no eureka moment no nope. in life it's just yeah. you get a series to where you of blows be, but it's all just some blows are good some blows are bad <laughs> internal external yeah nothing is I fixed wanna, by the ocean one thing i want to point out i just think it's funny like so i don't know archimedes i don't know if english takes that from like the original kind of was that like is that Greek? Yeah, I think Greek. Eureka. So does that take that from the original Greek pronunciation? And if so, if English takes it from the original, 
then French just completely butchers it like on purpose. They just oh, yeah. use their own <laughs> pronunciation. They the don't pronunciation try to say like Eureka. Archimedes or oh. anything. No, I'm saying Archimedes, Archimedes like yeah. the, the pronunciation of it. They say Archimed. <laughs> I think I think that the k sound is that's that's Greek for the C. C. Yeah, so. they just because C H in French is sh. Yeah, no. So, so I think it's probably Archimedes. closer in English English then. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. yeah. <laughs> they just butcher it. Such a different word. Like you probably wouldn't even be able to tell it. if yeah. you didn't know French. Yeah. So, yeah. I love the music in this movie too. It's mm-hmm. very whimsical, and very fun. Yeah. You know. Just, yeah, yeah like, I loved the music. It's like bounding around. Almost. Yeah. It's very sweet. I loved the one. It was usually when the two kids were together, Antoine and, and the other, I don't know the other kids. Rene. Little, little blonde kid. His um, rich buddy? Yeah. Rene. Yeah. That song that would play. <laughs> that reminded me of something, too. I don't know. It's very. Like, I agree. It did yeah. remind me of something else, and I kept trying to hum what I thought it was during the film, but I couldn't. Couldn't get there. Yeah. Great film. I think. Um, would you buy this one? Yeah, definitely. I'd buy this one. I as would well. probably buy this I one. Think, yeah. This one, this one feels a lot more iconic than. Um, Lady vanishes. Not Lady vanishes. I love Lady. No, but I'm not gonna. Lady vanishes isn't that iconic. Like this, no. this movie is I- iconic. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say anything about Lady vanishes is iconic. Unfortunately, um, yeah. Miss Froy is pretty iconic. Yeah, <laughs> everybody Froy. knows Miss Froy. Miss Froy, when she coming into the MCU? Yeah, yeah. She's vanished yeah. from the MCU. Four hundred blows. It's um, it's a beautiful film. Perfectly captures just childhood shenanigans and romping yeah. about, and then just the worst luck. And then just the worst <laughs> shit. Yeah, I actually might have to watch it again. I think really I would like it, it more on a second. Yeah, even definitely. I definitely like, did. I might have to watch it with subtitles. I probably <laughs> oh, <would>. yeah, <laughs> but breaking it, breaking down. If I were to watch it again, I'd probably watch it with subtitles. I'm sure, if you watch the Criterion release, the yeah. audio would be would be peak. We're not well, sponsored by them yet. I watched it on my phone, by the way. I the one I watched out. was the Criterion release, oh, okay. but it was on a pirating website. Uh-oh. Oh, whoa. No, no, no. He means Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus. No. Which he's all paid for. I don't advocate piracy, but that doesn't Fuck mean I, I, don't, I don't see the occasional piracy. Piracy is yeah. a moral necessity sometimes. I mean, there are movies I, that you just can't find. Art belongs yeah, to I'm the, of the people. Pers- yeah. I'm of the personal belief that we need we need piracy. Yes, I think especially. Okay, I'll Those defend piracy. Capitalist Keegan's gonna have some things to say Keegan about yes. Criterion. I'll defend piracy to the death when it's just when it's like um, I cannot watch this film. It is yeah. not available in my region. It's nowhere. Moral necessity to pirate. Mm-hmm. Piracy in any other circumstance. What are you gonna do? It's better to be seen. Well, exactly. For me, also, there's and the necessity of like it affecting, right? if it's not yeah. available. If it's an indie film. Everybody little, who made this movie is dead. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's an indie yeah. film, the moral, like... Well, that's also a case where people say piracy is a victimless crime, and there's the whole, like, FBI piracy is not a victimless crime. Yeah, because it's like... like who am I hurting? Yeah. People that made, like, <laughs> millions of dollars off I this I don't know movie? how it works usually, but I don't think cast and crew usually make subsidiaries and, like, recurring no, payments and, and from film. The people that do the make the recurring like, payments are already the rich people, you know? Top. like. It's the top guys. It's yeah. the studio heads. So it's the producers. So fuck them. Fuck them. But their artful contribution. If it's in like a theatrical is, run and it's like, oh, mm, I want to see a sequel to this movie or something, yeah. like, or I want to see more stuff from this director. Um, 
Gotta go see the movie. I definitely vote with, money your, into vote, with vote with your dollar, people. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely do like to support things. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even in the case like, um, of who killed of, Captain Alex, you know the guys who did that. Who killed Oh yeah. No, I it's, um, it's this African I don't know village. how I would get that without pirating it. Unless I he, bought unless, um I bought the Blu-ray from them. They shipped nice. it to me, and it's Does the it best. Straight like, from Africa. Yeah, it's wow. awesome. Does it have the Joker track on it, or is I it... think yeah. Okay, I think that's. I haven't the watching it yet, but it includes version. like stickers, booklets, nice. a poster. Hell yeah! And on no, it, I actually might on it, they wrote, "You killed Captain Alex, Ethan." It <laughs> just makes my heart. Oh, they, wrote, they know my name. It's so sweet, dude. I love who killed Captain Alex. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't. I'm I haven't even heard of it. Okay, you haven't. It's like the best, like Hollywood action okay. film. Special, special. Obviously, episode? that would you, be sick. If you compare sick. this movie to like any film from any, like even anywhere, any competent film, mm-hmm. the film is awful yeah it is but so confusing it's amazing because it you just the passion the passion yeah, the is passion so is dope. it's so good it's so crafty too like they have like guns and everything in it like, i wonder they, what nick they, would think of that movie they didn't have like who killed prop- captain alex or 400 blows nick uh for captain alex okay yeah they didn't have access to any sort of like props. Yeah, so no. they made everything. Like a, they have this guy with like a bandolier in like across the slums. his chest. They're in the slums, and right? They're very poor. Yeah, huh. no, they they have this guy with a bandolier across his chest, and I thought it was like it looks real, but if you look really closely, mm-hmm. they carved little sticks Aww. into bullets, so and it's just all like little yeah. sticks along it. The it's guy so who, uh, who made it, he like makes all these films with just like his friends and Dillard yeah. and the people in he the He had to the town. delete that. So that's why there's only the version with the uh, track, with the, the Joker track. So there's like just there's this a guy, guy that's basically just, just talking like, over the whole mm. film going like, everybody in Africa knows Kung Fu or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just yells random shit throughout He's, the movie. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'll swear in the episode. It's got to be explicit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think something like this, but the guy who made Captain Alex, he like edited it on a PC that he like built from scraps or something. <laughs> just crazy shit like that. Yeah. Something. I, I do know that like the reason film. why the mm. film is lost is because he had so little storage on his computer. Yeah. He had, he to, had delete to delete it to work each on his film next film. To, wow. Just, just so, such a passion for filmmaking. That's and what I do for our episodes. Film. Yeah. <laughs> to delete each one before. <laughs> It's, um, it's beautiful. And I their love website, like too, is really so is really interesting. Wakaliwood, man. Shout yeah. out. The, I think it's the Wakaliwood website. Mm-hmm. Like, it has a whole ARG on it. Here, throw up the Wakaliwood website. Let's, Let's take get a look. into this. 400 blows, uh, 8 out of 10. Uh, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me as well. Uh, Probably a 9. A little bit. I, might, I might put it at a 7. How do you spell it? Wow. Uh, but I still really W-A-K-A-L-I like it. W-A-K-A-L-I. And then wood. Oh wait, not the Wikipedia. Oh, that's their this one. So yeah, yeah home of the best never, of the best movies. If you're if awesome. you never, <laughs> <laughs> no, this oh, website's insane. Like egg. If you're, no, there's seriously like a whole ARG on this website. Never pirate this. Get film. Ebola. Are so <laughs> <laughs> they're the best. World dude. famous. If you ever want to support oh, a point time who truly gone, deserves yeah. your dollar, and you know your dollar's going to a good place. It's what call it They're doing a world tour. Yeah, dude. They fucking got flown out to TIFF and they like did a panel at TIFF a few oh, years ago. We how gone. sick is Hell that? yeah. Next time they're in Canada. And how cool is that? This guy who loves films, you know, he's from this place of the world where just cinema is not really recognized as much and he gets flown out and just acknowledged Playboy. for his efforts. It's awesome. Bomb. You go to their store, oh, though. Bomb button. Oh, they have a store. store. 
Press. Super, Super store. store. Hell yeah. It's not loading. I love, I love how we end up talking about a different film. No, this is... Time. Yeah. Well, we talked about The Foreigner Blows for, I think, longer yeah, than we've yeah. talked about any other film. Probably longer than we're going to talk about The Killer, if I had to guess. Yeah, if I had to guess with our special guest. I'll know why we keep going on that one specifically. It's a few yeah. bit, bit away. Still, yeah. This is cool. It is so cool. Which one did I get? Captain That Alex. one, dude. Signed DVD. So Only $14. Yeah, it's fucking... No, you're worth, you guys. Criterion prices. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. It's just the passion. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that computer. Hell yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, We're looking at the was, computer um, of the I'm guy. I'm surprised you hadn't heard of it, but it's a very no. popular film online. Meme. I don't think you ever find out who kills him in the movie. Don't spoil hey, it, Hey, hey. No spoilers, please. They have some great other films. Bad Black. It's <laughs> a great title. Bad Black, yeah. I saw that down here. Another funny thing in Who Killed Captain Alex? You buy double feature. For like props. They're, they're in like a bar or like a... It almost seems to be like a bar or like a speakeasy or something, but they've... Or like a restaurant or something, but they have like these drinks and they're supposed to be like cocktails. They just put like paint in water. <laughs> Here's what we should do. We should That's do awesome. a little Hollywood special episode. Yeah, where we just a shout out to a Hollywood. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be a great app. Yeah. And then more people can know about it, all our listeners. Yeah. So I might have to buy. <laughs> we will spread have, the word. We will. Yeah. We're I might have to buy We're groundbreaking. Alex and I have that one. Do you think so we could get the director blows? to come on the pod? Maybe. Maybe. If we flew him out? We'll fly him out. We'll, pull we'll fly him. We got that budget. We got that student loan. Yeah. Yeah, 400 blows. I have to buy it now because I pirated it. It's the only one I had to. Who killed Captain Alex, then 400 blows? Yeah. For Maybe for the next fifty percent off sale. Buy order, oh, dude. Oh, who yeah. killed Captain Alex? I was gonna ask you guys, what's your dream criterion? It's who killed Captain Alex. Oh, yeah. like to honor the collection. It was I actually think they should put it on. Ironically, it'd be World Cinema. And it's not World Cinema. Hard to access. Not, yep. Um, culturally important. Like looking movie, at this but... in like context of like meme culture and internet culture, mm-hmm. it's no. very. No. Hold on, that's that wasn't fair. I said it's not by any means a good movie. It's not. I think traditionally it a good movie. Yeah, but it. I think it is culturally it's groundbreaking. Significant enough. Yeah, and yeah, I think it is more about culturally significance. Mm-hmm. And like, look at Solo. Why would else would Solo be in the collection? Because this has a lot about fascism, dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> fascism bad. Fascism's bad. Yeah. That, that one's for you, Keegan. Fascism bad. Now, this is a four-hour episode. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any dream criterions? What would you like to see on the collection? Um, well, I like Birdman, but I'm just looking at the cover for it. Because <laughs> I have that's the only poster I have up in A better Robocop room. release? Uh, I think Arrow has a really good Robocop already. Okay. So, I, that's okay. I love some I would box say sets. I, yeah. Just like a Cronenberg box set. Cronenberg so, box set. I feel like I might talk about this. I want some Von Trier box sets. Not box sets, some just releases from him. You need a Wes Anderson box set. There's not enough and- yeah, Wes Anderson dude. on the collection. I feel like I might talk about this in f- in the future, but I don't know if we'll record it or not. But I think like Shrek definitely is. Yeah, the more, animated. more animated. More animation for sure. I think we need Ghibli movies on mm-hmm. there. At least one of them. 
I wonder if it's a if there's a thing with the releases because I, I know Ghibli s- releases their own. They have like yeah. a special oh. like steel book as well. Mm-hmm. My friend owns shit. Like, you know what? Disney has a big partnership with Ghibli. Mm. Disney, I would say yeah, but no, they, they got Wally. Disney. Yeah, I was gonna say it's part no, of Criterion now. Oh yeah. yeah, but that's that's like the only Disney film. It's the like first one I think. But I think Disney. That's crazy. It's the first Wally. one. Disney hates that's, Wally. I'm saying it. You think so? Why? Maybe I don't know. Just because. I love Wally. He's a cute little robot. He's a little Charlie Chaplin. He is, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. I think they should have Shrek, too, because, like, if... if Yeah, Yeah. and Shrek, too. Yeah. Shrek? Shrek. Shrek as well, and Shrek, Shrek Guys, I just realized something. Is Kevin Hart the modern-day Charlie Chaplin? No. Think about it. (laughs) Think about it. I don't have to think about it that hard. (laughs) He's, like, a goofy little guy. A goofy little man. Depreciating. Yep. Who, but uh, who, who yells? Chaplin doesn't yell. Chaplin doesn't yell. Fuck. Does Kevin Hart write? I was just thinking in terms of like characters, because mm. Kevin Hart always plays the same like loud guy, you know. Yeah. Did in my Charlie... experience, at least, I haven't seen a ton of Kevin Hart to be fair. But let's see Kevin Hart's uncut gems. Let's yeah. see him. So I don't know. I don't know. Did Charlie Chaplin put cheese on his wife's nipples? Kevin did Hart Kevin Hart do that? Yeah, that was in a that was in a like a little bit of banter between The Rock and Kevin. I Hart. I love their banter, and he's but saying like, "I'm also worried it's The Rock's going like, you never put a little bit of cheese on 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 the wife's nipples," and then he's like, "No, I never did that," and he's like, "You told me." And he's like, "I said that in confidence." Yeah, you know, I kind of hate the both of them, but I love their dynamic. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's I your think what's your favorite Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart The Rock Hart. movie? Oh Jesus! There's um, Central Intelligence. I like that one. Um, Maybe. There's the one where The Rock that's, is fat. That's, that's Central Intelligence. That is Central yeah. Intelligence. <laughs> uh, there's the Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji 2, which is actually Jumanji 3 and 4. Um, I actually don't want to watch the Jumanji movie. Too bad. You have to. have to. <laughs> I don't They're want fine. to. Yeah, they I hate The seem... Rock, and I hate Kevin Hart by proxy, I guess. Fuck, I don't hate The Rock. What am I talking I don't know. You're going to get us canceled, Ethan. I, I, don't I used like to the like The Rock. I'll, I'll say it. Like, I've never been a big like fan a, of the He was rock. like a meme in my group, right? Mm. So I had this like love of him because he's like he's Dwayne. He's a stupid Johnson. guy. But as he's he's just fucking stupid. I don't know. He's super yeah. smart, but okay, like, oh, I think person, he is super smart. Yeah. As a person, I think he's a completely fine person. Like just I I I definitely could be like <laughs> if I Got to hang out with The Rock. I would probably be like, "Hey, yeah. this is awesome." Mm-hmm. He seems very nice, very well. He, he reminds me of uh, Stallone, where it's like he is constantly playing, just like he's got to be the winner, he's got to be the biggest guy in the movie. In but the room yeah, too. that's yeah. what that's what I hate. I think I just hate. He ripped a gate off him his house. in movies. He doesn't particularly act very well. He no. just plays no. the same character. Maybe he's the modern and, day Charlie Chaplin. But I also think that <laughs> The Rock knows kind of he what people what want is. from him, right? Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> For me, it's like when I there might be a movie that I want to see, and then they slap the rock in it, and I'm you know like, I don't want to see. It. Yeah, you know exactly what it's going to be every I saw, time. Speaking of, if the rock's a good guy, I saw this insane schizophrenic post on Instagram where they're talking about how he's a a pedophile who eats babies, and their evidence was just <laughs> the video like, where he kisses the baby. Yeah, it was stuff like that. Just like appearances on like SNL and in films where he'll just say some innocuous line, and they'll jump in and be like this is actually about the secret code this is cathartic to him babies <laughs> and they took this clip from snl oh my God. where it's like it's like this invention about 
killing babies or something. Mm. They censored the part where he says killed, and they're like, he's saying fucking babies. He's like, he's a pedophile. <laughs> it's a goddamn pedo. Which, you know, I'm sure most of Hollywood is pedophiles, but. That reminds Seems me like of a lot. joke Jim Carrey yeah. did on, I think it was Jimmy Fallon or something, mm-hmm. but he goes like, he's like, I'm tired of, of no one talking about it. The el- he says like Illuminati or something. <laughs> Like he's he's obviously joking yeah. about the whole thing, and then he pretends to get a phone call, and he's like, "Sorry, I'm saying I love yeah. what's going on." And then and then the it was on YouTube Shorts, so one of the like title for it was like, "Is he telling the truth?" Oh my god! And it was like it was an obvious bit. So many and everyone in the comments was like, "You know what?" Dude, I know it sounds like he's joking, but I think he's saying real stuff. Yeah, here. I see a lot of that because on my coming Instagram from Jim reels, Carrey, though, you know, he's he's a on my Instagram interesting reels, guy, dude. I get so many like conspiracy theorists, like just schizophrenic, yeah. mentally unwell people. Yeah, it's all of all of the people in the comments were like, like or not all the people. Yeah. There was a few people focusing more on the yeah like, late night show host because he he like laughs. He's kind of I don't Balan think he finds laughs. the joke that funny. what. Shut the Fuck Shut up. the fuck up, Jim. No, I don't think he finds the joke that funny, so he's just kind of like forcing out a laugh yeah. for the audience, and everyone's like, "You think he'd be good at that?" Though he's pretending. He's you making he's Jim Carrey look like a actor. clown. Not a very good actor. Yeah. I have to go make a call, but you guys can continue on. Yeah. Okay. It, will this be for our recommendation? Uh, do you want us to do the call without you? We got. Uh, I guess we got like. Do whatever. Maybe I can call someone. An hour and a half. I'm gonna call left. Keegan. I'm gonna call so. Keegan. See no, that would make only three, two and a half hours left. Yeah, those conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Should I call Keegan as well? Get both Keegans in a fight? We could. Keegan fight. Keegan fight. I'm going to call Keegan. Better fucking answer. So, <laughs> hey, Keegan, you're on the Critter Pit podcast. What's up, Keegan? Who's Keegan? Dude, I'm calling Keegan, by the way. I might also call What's up, What's Keegan? Up? Bro, you are on the Critter Pit podcast live. What's up? I'm gonna put the closer. I'm okay. You might want to put the phone closer to the top of the microphone. Oh, yeah. We talked about you a lot on this episode, Keegan. Oh, I'm glad. So you have a lot to look forward to when you listen to this. But my question for you is: Have you ever seen the film The Four Hundred Blows? No, I have. Okay, and what's a film you would recommend to the people at home? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Film. Graham likes it. Thank you. Uh, Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Keep him on. Keep him on for a second. Graham wants me to keep you on because he has a friend named Keegan. And he wants to do a Keegan fight. You're not at work right now, are you? Okay. Hello? Keegan? You're on the Critter Pit podcast once again. Okay. I want I want to know have you seen the film The 400 Blows? The 400 Blows. I have not known. Okay. Okay. Yeah, do you have another film you'd like to recommend? Another film. Okay. So you want to say the Kingsman trilogy? Yeah, it's no Rocky Horror Rocky Picture okay. Show, though. We also have Keegan on the phone okay. here. So if you, if you guys want to fight it out, we have another Keegan here. Oh, I'm cool. 
the other the other Keegan, Keegan has, has two E's in his name. Keegan. Keegan. I bet you don't bet like, you don't that, like do that, you? that, do you? I personally am a fan of the one one E's. They're all. 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 Kind of cut out there. Oh, well, five letters is you're not putting as much effort into yourself. Like, so he's saying you're lazy. lazy. Kagan? Kagan? Now that I can't dispute. That is a fact. <laughs> so I think so we I found, think we common, found ground common ground here. here. <laughs> All right. So, so Kagan might be a little more lazy. lazy. While Kagan well, Kagan might be a little more motivated. Thank you, Thank Keegan. You, Keegan. Kagan. Okay, this was this was fun. Thank you for and I'll uh, talk to you later. On. You'll be on the cast one day. What? Goodbye. Well, that was fun. Oh, what's that? He's plugging some of his music. Oh shit! That was good. That's beautiful. Kagan also plays music. What what does Keegan play? Um, I think Keegan can probably play most instruments. Wow. He. His main one, I think, is the saxophones. Is it still the saxophone? Because or? my Keegan only jazz saxophone. The like my my piano skills are not the greatest. Wow. Is this the critter pit theme? Is that what we're hearing right now? The critter pit theme, dude. It's gonna have to sample the phone audio from this episode and. The Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. We got we got like two and a half more hours yeah, of this yeah, podcast so. to do. So. Take your time. Better than mine. That was beautiful, that was beautiful friend. friend. That was, that was beautiful. The Keegan I know only plays guitar. Oh, you know what? My summer, my summer project this year is to get a guitar and learn how to play. Damn. Oh. Shout out. Hey, we got a whole symphony from... Yeah. We had a Keegan fight. We had a like, Keegan so fight. Much. <laughs> yeah, the Keegan's fought. It got pretty heated, but Keegan handled Keegan's fight. Okay. Wait, why did the Keegan's fight? Well, there's... I might a, let you go now. There's a bit of a dispute. Because, um... Okay, thank you. The one Keegan, my Keegan, one E, this Keegan, two E's. So there's a pretty heated debate. Oh, about which is good. better? It was actually pretty juicy. I'm excited to yeah. listen to that back then. Yeah, and we got it's a lot gonna of... It's going to be a little surprise music. for you. Yeah.
So Mike Keegan recommended uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Classic. That's yeah, a good one. Great film. Hasn't Mike seen Keegan. 400 Blows. God damn it. Has yeah. your Keegan seen 400 Blows? No. My, my Keegan has not seen 400 Blows. Have we called anyone who has seen no. it? One no. Of these days. No. <laughs> no. Who did we call last week? Um, no. Did Matt see one of the movies? Matt, I think he did say he saw it. Didn't he? Yeah, I think he said he did saw... Did we call Matt on Amarcord? We yeah. did. No, he didn't see Amarcord. Yeah, he didn't see Amarcord. <laughs> okay, what have we done? What have we done? <laughs> um, Films? Yeah, what's oh. the first one? Grand Illusion. Grand Illusion. Seven Samurai. Seven Samurai. Who did we call the... for Seven Samurai? Wait, they must have made... seen it. Who the hell was it? Fiona, my friend. She'd seen it? Yeah. You were on Seven Samurai, right? Nope. Maybe there's Jake. someone in the... Maybe Jake there's was. someone... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There could be someone in a couple episodes from now that has seen one of the films. Just have like a premonition? Maybe Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Maybe Beauty and the Beast. Maybe the Killer. Maybe, maybe the Killer. <laughs> um, who did we call? Um, no, oh. no, 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 no. I, who will yeah. we call for episode eight, the Killer? Let's brainstorm. Whoever, whoever we decide to call, I think we're going to have Troy on. So Yeah, we're going to have Troy yeah, on. Yeah, we're going to have Troy. Troy doesn't... Troy doesn't you know, Our boy Troy. Like did he knows a lot of people, no, but he, so. he doesn't have a lot of people's numbers. Yeah. So he, he probably you did. Or you, you called Uthman. Sexy boy Uthman you're going to call. Yeah, we're going to call him. Yeah. You think so? I think yeah, so. I know. I would have pulled that out of nowhere. Sexy boy Uthman. <laughs> we plan these episodes. Sexy boy We plan these episodes quite far in advance. These are very... Yeah. So, as I've said, we're galaxy-brained. We're yeah. just doing breadcrumbs right now. It all comes um, together. The Critter Pit, we like to consider a narrative. Yeah. We're yeah. weaving a narrative. We're all... St- the idea in my head is that we're all stuck in this pit, and it's just... Characters mm. just keep dropping yeah. in. Yeah. But for some reason, Ethan and I can't get out. Because we're, we're, okay. we're in the goon pit. Yeah. We're consumerist too pigs. Deep down. You know? We yeah. like the pit. We like the pit. It's the cave. We're, yeah, we're the, the cave. Allegory of the you got, we have the guests in to try and tell us that it's like, oh, there's all these other things. shadows on the yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah. It's probably okay. true. It is true. I've dropped over $500 on Criterion, so. Whoa. Probably not that much, actually. It's close. <laughs> it's close, though. I, don't I was looking at my it's, account. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of overpriced. It is. It is, for sure. That sale yeah. is a good price. That 50% off sale. It is. It still hurts, price, even hurts. on the sale. It does. I'm yeah. so reeling from that. They're great, though. I love they should them. just give these films out for free. Well, that's why we're doing this. Our so ultimate that we can... goal is to get in the Criterion closet. Are you familiar with the concept? No. It's this closet where they have all the Criterions, and Criterions themselves will like, bring in directors, actors. Yeah. And then they get them to talk about the movies. They can just take films, whatever they want. So free. So we need to get to a point where we're acclaimed enough so we can get in that closet. We need to start making some films. Maybe with... with, No, this cast is our way in. Yeah. This this cast will get us there. This is the greatest advertising you'll ever get. It truly is. We're just promoting you guys for like hours a week. little pigs. Yeah. Like, oh, if we them. do <laughs> the crow, <laughs> my criteria is crow. Red, by the way, if we do the if we do the crow. Brandon Todd? Dan's class. No, for Dan's class. Well, that's, well, that's what I've named my script. The crow. The crow. Are we gonna cast we Brandon do that. Lee? Rip. Brandon. Fraser. Brandon Lee, uh, the guy who played the crow in the movie The Crow. I didn't see oh, the movie. Oh. What's the movie The Crow? I didn't know that was. A... You don't it, know about this movie? It's the film where Brandon Lee got shot. Bruce Lee's son got shot on set and died. Oh shit! That was the same the same people working on it as that one with uh, what's his name? The the one that just Alec happened. Baldwin? Alec Baldwin. That's yeah. crazy. What? That can't be the, true. I'm pretty sure it was either same the same director. No. 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 Or no, no, it was no, the no, same no, like. No, no, no. 
props person. <laughs> no. no, I know this that this, like the 80s, 90s. Yeah, the props person is like is a young nepo baby for the Alec Baldwin. I don't know. I heard some oh, people shit. were the yeah, same intrigue. as the crow. Maybe some of the crew. You know the thing with nepo babies is sometimes you get sometimes you get Jack Quaid, who's pretty good. Sometimes you get a Brandon Cronenberg, and sometimes you get a dead actor. Yeah, you can do. What are you gonna do? It's Not kill actors. Bag. Just. We'll never know, you know if Brandon Lee was all that in a bag of chips. It's pretty good. In that movie. Like, I haven't seen it. It's very gothic. talking about yeah. talking about solving the problem of of not having people get shot on set. Don't have. I guns. don't think. I don't think the way to solve it is to not have live rounds on set. I think the way to solve Just it have is more. Is, we need more yeah. guns. Everyone should be armed. <laughs> if everyone was armed. I no think one if would someone on a pulls set. out a gun and people suspect they have a live round in it, they should pull out a gun with live rounds exactly. to be able to exactly. protect to protect themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that that's real logic. <laughs> uh, teachers guns, should have guns. guns. Yeah. Teachers are the most mentally unstable people I think Dude. you can come across on a daily basis. I don't think they should if have had guns. A gun. Oh, Lord we'd all be dead. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. I had a teacher with a with a gun. It was in a Nerf class? gun, oh. but he shot at least four children in my time in his class. Is that why there are so few people in your? Graduating class, it just didn't yeah. last. <laughs> just getting gunned down. Yeah, uh, it is North Battleford. What are you gonna do? Are you you gotta do? be armed. Yeah, yeah. Well, how long Baldwin. do we have? <laughs> still, still two and a half we, hours. This left. was a long, long episode already. Alex did... still working? Alex? Oh, Alec. Uh, I, I think so. I don't oh, know. Man. I thought he got charged with something. I don't know what guess, happened to like, that case. Not really any fault on him, really. He was a producer on the film. Do we want to do another call? Is it 11 <laughs> It is. It's 11-11 right now. I don't know. I mean, we could. Do we, we want to keep another going? Should we talk <laughs> about our project? I thought Jake was going to be here, and then we could have talked about it more. I guess Emily is. Let's well. call Jake and get him yeah. over here in the halfway through the podcast. I'm going to call him and see if he answers. Okay. My Jake. This is a this is an extravaganza of an episode. We did talk about the movie for like a full hour though. So, yeah. Should I call him with with camera on or? Well, I mean, there's no there's no video in this. Yeah, but just so we can. Damn, my hairline. There's a trilogy. Oh yeah, I guess the prequel. What, what what do you guys think of the Kings the Kingsman movie? So first, first one, one good. good, second one awful. I didn't think it was awful. I thought it was the second was okay. one. Yeah, first one. The second one was weird. Like you, the cannibal. I would. Plot yeah, it'd be hard to say it was like a good film, but it was. Yeah. I liked the choreography. I liked the music. I liked the. Actors. I've only I've only seen the second one once, and. I've also only yeah. seen it once. I, Kingsman. Kingsman. Awful. I didn't find it awful. I kind of no, liked how they switched bad. up the protagonist halfway through. I thought that was interesting. I thought, okay, I thought that film suffered so much from not knowing what it wanted to do. Like, it starts off as a Kingsman movie. And then it becomes World War One, And then it becomes... Nine, the it literally... Who's the Kingsman? Ray um, Fiennes. And is he a historical figure or just some No, Joe, these are all Joe made Paul. up people. What? I thought Rasputin was in that. Oh, but yeah. There's I, some I, historical I, figures in yeah. this Yeah, Taylor part of that. I heard there was a post-credit scene with Hitler. Yeah, that's is so there? You don't know funny. about this? Yeah, it's yeah, like I think I it's Lenin. 
Um, <laughs> maybe Mussolini, or it's like two dictators, and then they're like, there's a new person in the game. There's a new dog. And then Hitler comes out of the shadows. Fuck That is off, real in the movie, dude. post-credits Does that make scene. The movie good. Hitler. If the whole movie had that tone, that'd be the greatest film. The movie ever. is silly. The whole, the whole Does it have time. that? Rasputin like, is silly. That's, well, that's kind of the tone Because that like scene sounds hilarious. What I also like mean. about The King's Man is mm-hmm. that there's like the three powers or whatever like there's the because that sounds like a fascinating and rasputin and then like the Tsar and king Mm -hmm. they're cousins in real life right and so they're both played by the same guy okay i thought that was kind of interesting just showing how silly world war one is spy comedy action intrigue yeah like this time period where i don't know people know about it i agree with graham it doesn't really know what it is and some moments are very old yeah because the first the first like it's just under like half. It's probably like a third of the movie. The first third is like a it's Kingsman movie. again. Yeah, mm. it's 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 awesome. It's great. And then you get to the middle, and it literally like is the plot of nineteen seventeen. Yeah. But except without any of the good stuff they had in nineteen seventeen. Not a great film there either. I'll I'll be honest. I didn't pay attention very much to that part. I don't know how they ended up in the situation that they got in and then, then you get a protagonist change yeah which I, I, I like, did like that I, I thought like that was interesting I, was, I, I think was, you can do unexpected. that and I think that's an interesting thing to do but it just disrupts the pace of the movie so well and then the movie takes a 180 like, yeah. yeah and then it becomes, it becomes like a geezer a, teaser that sounds like such a funny movie if you had it, just this like the last like half comedy of the movie action is, spin on just no, the last half of the movie it has some comedic elements, but for the Rasputin most part, it's just like drama action. That's, yeah. yeah, I didn't mind it though. It's a shame because I really, it's a, it's a, I think like World five War One politics are fun, and I think that was my favorite part of Grand Illusion was just like the silly. Of I just love the idea of like the dying of the old world, the creaking yeah. of all these old empires, and it, they just explode in this war where the warfare was just attrition it was yeah. awful they just dug trenches you know and stayed in these awful like pits of hell for for yeah. years yeah no lines were moved in the majority of battles it's crazy oh you know what it's a fascinating <laughs> war and i think also so, calling I think media should address it more because i don't I agree. know it's fascinating down I'm World also, War II, all I'm also calling this crazy but compared to like world war one and two it's not that crazy I have a friend who thinks King's Man was better than 1917. Damn. Okay. I don't think King's I, Man I, or 1917 is amazing. So I thought it was like, well, it's like technically it's very film, good. I thought it was very great. Yeah, technically uh, I, very good. Yeah. But just it, in terms of like, Man is a better one-shot movie though. Oh, for sure. Because King's Man has yeah, like it is. nothing, man, just beyond the gimmick and the technology. It has but the gimmick and technology are insane. They're they are insane, but it's a ho- it's such a hollow film, in my King's opinion. Man or nineteen seventies war bad, Ethan. War, war is bad. bad. I want to get war to my brother. Bad. I don't know. I really liked it because to me it was like having almost no perspective on World War One. I'm horrible at history mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and you kind of yeah, you see I like you documentaries bits. and talk about it, but then it was so cool. like there was there was, there was homages to war film like people that in the war were filming it like mm-hmm. that's what the whole one it was amazing was, but from, was, i would have gotten a lot more out of it if it had like characters and obviously, obviously it's, it's like world war ii <laughs> filmmaking but yeah yeah because yeah. the, there some of those sequences in that film are just so incredible like the scene yeah. where he's like fucking running across no man's land as they're doing the charge yeah or the scene where he's in that like Wonder decrepit town 
and it's only lit by the flares. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. one of those moments I remember watching a film where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. The film form can be so much like yeah. more. Yeah. You know? Roger Deakins is so cool too. So like he's got his blog. So yeah. He's he seems like he's a, a really cool guy. And he's when he finally yeah. makes it to the other like troop or like battalion or whatever mm-hmm. and and there's all those like ugly people listening to the guy sing. Dude. Yeah. I love the singing <laughs> in that movie. I'm a big fan of ugly people in movies. We need more ugly people in movies. That was that was literally what I said the first time I saw it. Or no, no, it was actually the second I time I saw it with my friends at a cabin. And it the camera like pans over to to like all the people watching and I go, Oh a bunch of ugly <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Films need they ugly were particularly people. ugly people. Because I will say. people are kind Sorry of Sorry to any of the actors. People are ugly. And Most people are ugly. That's the thing. Not even ugly. No, Everyone's they were particularly ugly. ugly. Like they were, you know, they were probably ugly. British. Everyone's ugly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we, you need more misshaped people in films. Yeah. Yeah. There used no, to be I so many. Amarcord. Amarcord has some great looking people. Great. Uh, Weird faces. Mushy people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that song in 1917, though. Do you know the song know. I'm referring no. to? I'm going there to see my mother. Yeah. That one. Yes, I do. Oh, I had yeah. that song stuck in my head forever. Yeah, those kind of songs are very powerful. Mm-hmm. I do remember? Like, I just yeah, wish I there was more to that film. We should remake it. We could we make it better. We should. Yeah. That's what we should hand in for our adaptation project. Benedict Cumberbatch is in that movie just randomly, and it's so distracting. Colin Firth is in it. Yeah. He's in like a such a small role, movie. and if you're gonna cast a character in that role, it's just I think it's just distracting at that point to have him in like yeah, a, a 10 minute Benedict role especially when it's Benedict who's got such a unique mm-hmm. look already like not an every man just you know save you know? yourself a couple milli and just cast an, cast someone me. else cast me cast, I, yeah. can do a, yeah. I can do a good British accent can I in it, yeah, um, in it pretty good the, uh, me mom. go fight the war I'm gonna go fight the great war the in last it, one the last this is gonna be the last war in it what's up Jake Jake why aren't you here Let's Jake. call him. Let's see Lock if he's going to answer. Come on, Jake. Barely coming through. <laughs> Barely through yeah. Good old Snapchat audio. No, we're coming through. <laughs> You're just ruining the call. Is that louder? That louder? No, that, no, is, that, is, yeah. that is very silent. See if he answers. <laughs> just tapping the mic. Look at that. How cool is that? It just looks so cool. Here, let me do some cool patterns. Oh, he's not answering. Oh, he's he's texting me. No critter pit today for me. Bitch. I'm saying we're planning our project for you. No, Jake. We just wanted to talk Jake, to you, bro. Jake. If both the Keegans can pick up, yeah, and Jake cannot. I'm starting to think those 25 blows should go to someone else. Yep. Yeah. Keegan, you're getting 25. Now it's ready. 25. You know what? I'll double it for Keegan. Which Keegan? Your Keegan. Nice. Big Shout win. Out. Big and win. And my Keegan. You know what? 50 blows Pocket, for Yeah. We're in a generous They're mood. big fans. 50 blows to Griffin. I'm sad that I missed Keegan's call. But, uh, he said I always get my blows. Nah. Well. Not today. This has been an experience. Yep. Still been the we're going to go for another two hours and 20 minutes, <laughs> but we're going to cut it because we're going to get yeah. very racist yeah. and homophobic. The rest of this episode is just terrible. Sexist. And yep. yeah, so we're going to cut it, but it is going to be Just know hours. that it, there is an extended version floating around mm-hmm. out there somewhere. And uh, we're going to be watching Beauty and the Beast next. Yep. Then the Titanic film and then the killer. And then the killer. 
which we haven't already seen. Yeah, none of yeah, us have seen it. Seen it. Yeah, but so we're I'm all excited. looking forward we're to it. We're going to get Troy on that mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Okay, well, goodbye, Critter Pit Nation. Bye, Critters. Bye, critters. Keep on hustling. Keep on hustling.